Hello everyone and welcome to episode 30 of the Foo for Thought podcast, your bi-weekly kung fu cinema podcast. By the way, the other day I found out that bi-weekly means either twice a week or once every two weeks. Correct. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it would just, if you say, oh, we'll hook up bi-weekly, no one knows. You have to be specific. I don't know what's happening either. Yeah, yeah, bi-weekly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah bi-monthly. I, I, anyway, so when I say we're bi-weekly, I mean we drop an episode every two weeks. Uh, we are not a twice a week. Or we could just leave that out and just, it'll be a surprise for everyone. Whenever we pop up with a new episode, it'll just Yeah, be just, just guess. <laughs> just guess. When you see just us... Just continually <laughs> check in. Yes. Whenever you see us pop up in your, your Apple podcast or Google podcast, that's when we've done a, an episode. <laughs> um, so, I'm here. <laughs> Obviously, I'm here. Uh, my name's Sean. I am the host of the podcast. I'm here with my wife, Devin. Hi. And I'm here with the Chuck Norris to my Bruce Lee, Cyrus. Ain't nothing to it, but to do it, baby. There you go. He is on the phone uh, due to quarantine circumstances. Um, he has a debilitating disease. He has a terrible, terrible plague. Um, I, have a, I have a condition where I'm just naked all the time. <laughs> it's so weird. He puts on clothes and then they just magically disappear. They melt. It's, doctors don't understand it. <laughs> And you're nude at the moment in front of a fan or not in front of a fan? Not in front of a fan currently, but this might change. Okay. <laughs> well, keep us updated. Okay. Okay. Um, so, this week we are covering our second Bruce Lee movie. Um, we are doing 1972's Way of the Dragon. Um, starring Bruce Lee, directed by Bruce Lee, written by Bruce Lee, fight choreography by Bruce Lee. Uh, catering by Bruce Lee, everything <laughs> by Bruce Lee. Um, I, I've got a few things to address uh, at the top of the show that aren't necessarily related to Way of the Dragon. Uh, just a few little notes, uh, kind of about Kung Fu Cinema. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, and I wanted to put this towards you two, there's a new film coming out called Crazy Samurai Musashi. It's a Japanese martial arts film. Get this, right? It has a single take fight scene in it, right? A single take fight scene, no cuts away. And not not like 1917 clever, we're hiding our cuts. This has no cuts. The fight scene is 77 minutes long. Shut up. I swear, it's one cut, uh, sorry, one take, and it's 77 minutes long. Holy shit. How do you feel about that? Do you feel that's too long? Like having I not mean, seen that is, it, that is a long ass time a long for one whole. Scene. Yeah, obviously. Apparently, you know what? Go I on. think if I were watching that, I would be so anxious for them to mess up. Uh, funny enough, I believe I don't know if this is true, but I believe by the end of the fight, the lead actor had actually broken his ribs and chipped some teeth, um, but kept going. Um, and also, I believe that by it's it's just now getting reviews because I think it uh, it um, there was a viewing at a film festival. I think I don't know the exact details, uh, but a film festival showed it recently. And apparently, as the fight goes on, 
it gets slower and slower and clunkier and yeah. clunkier. Because after 77 minutes of well, fighting, of you're going to be a bit knackered. Shit, I'd say after 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'd be done. Yeah, so that one's one to look forward to. I'm definitely interested in seeing it. Um, for anyone familiar with him, it's got Tak Sakaguchi in it, uh, who's quite a popular Japanese uh, action star, although he hasn't done much worthy of note lately. Um, I did not enjoy Reborn all that much. It's fine, it's fine, but uh, it's not great. Um, the other kind of martial arts related thing I had to talk about was recently I've uh, started watching The Art of Action, which is Scott Adkins' YouTube show in which he basically interviews via Zoom a bunch of martial arts stars. So there's uh, Chad Stahelski of John Wick fame, uh, Lauren Avedon, uh, Michael Jai White, uh, Marco Zoror, a whole bunch of people that he's worked with. And he's those... Mark Dacascos. Mark Dacascos? Right. Mark Dacascos, there's something wrong with him. He's the nicest man in the world. <laughs> he is so nice. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and it's a really, <clears throat> really interesting like insight to behind the scenes of action films. Um, one thing I picked up late, uh, recently is uh, in his Michael Jai White interview, they're talking about their fight scenes that they do. And back in the day, you know, Jackie Chan was famous for doing the best fight work, you know, in the world in the 80s and 90s. Well, Jackie Chan was given about four weeks, like a month, to be able to create a fight and then do a fight, uh, film a fight, you know, capture it. Uh, Michael Jai White and Scott Adkins were saying they're given about six hours a day to capture one fight scene. So things have changed quite drastically, you know, compared to what it once was. I know that's Hong Kong filmmaking and things are different, but yeah, compared to what they have to do and the fact that they can put out quality like that within six hours or let's call it a day, let's say eight hours is bonkers. Yeah. Absolutely bonkers. Um, although Michael J. White hasn't done much worthy of note lately. He's, do you remember that hockey film? Well, plus he's... He is old. He is old. Yeah. Older. Older. Yeah. Do you remember that hockey film we watched with Van Damme? Do you remember Sudden Death? Yeah, yeah, The yeah. ice hockey film? Yeah. Uh, Michael Jai White's in a sequel to that. He's in Sudden Death 2. Oh, dear. Which is due out. It might even be out now, but it's due out soon. No, thanks. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree. Um, I think it might even be that he's a security guard in a basketball game this time around, rather than uh, ice hockey. No, thanks. Do basketball have, does basketball have sudden death? Um, yeah. And they can go into overtime. Uh, right? They can no, go into sudden death. No. Then, yeah. They can, yeah, they, I think they can just go into overtime if at the end of the game it's tied. Yeah. They go into like three overtimes or something. Yeah, I don't know much about basketball at all. I know that there's a famous player called Jordan Michaels, but that's that's <laughs> yeah, pr pretty, pretty, good. That's that. pretty yeah. much all I know, baby. Nailed it. Um, the Chicago Cows. <laughs> that's, that's right. My, my favorite team. Um, the Chicago Beef. <laughs> uh, so let's just, let's not dilly-dally, let's jump into the film. I have a few facts about the film other than Bruce Lee did everything. Um, it's also starring Nora Meow. I think it's Meow. I'm not entirely sure. It might be Mao. Uh, Chuck Norris, Paul Way. Bob Wall and Huang In Shik, who people may know from The Young Master with Jackie Chan, um, one of the finest end fight scenes of any movie. The budget was $130,000 when it came out. 
and huh. it made a hundred and thirty million dollars. <laughs> Which, yeah. which converted uh, or, or adjusted for inflation is seven hundred million today. Bananas. So yeah, it, it made a bit of money. Um, yeah, that's that's all I have. Other than the another fact was it's called Way of the Dragon. It was released in America under the title Return of the Dragon because it was actually released after the uh, after Enter the Dragon. And they wanted okay. to cash in on it and make it a sequel, even though it's quite obviously not, not a sequel yeah, no. and was made before Enter the Dragon. Got it. So let's jump in to some opinions of the film. You know, let's throw around how we feel, how it made us feel. You're in a safe space. <laughs> I want to hear truthful opinions. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You sure? I can go if you want. I don't have a problem going first. Hit us with it. How did this film make you feel? This film made me feel... Mighty real. It's not a song. I don't know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it may be a British song. Uh, anyway, go on. Yeah. The way you make me feel... Yeah, there you go. There you go. Bit of um, yeah, no, I didn't like this. You didn't like it? No, not at all. Not at all? Not at all. I thought it was garbage oh that's a strong word yeah i didn't like it okay, okay i am not a fan of uh bruce lee the director all right we'll get onto that in a minute i, I have stuff to say it, about that there are lots of choices in this film that i am not on board with oh that's interesting i'd like to hear what they are um so all right let's come back to you okay you, garbage didn't, say garbage yeah didn't okay. like it cyrus do you want me to go or do you want to go uh, I think I'll go, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, this movie is dope. <laughs> really? Wow. It's dope. Okay. In, in, in the immortal words of Flavor Flav, wow. That's, <laughs> that's very <Yeah>, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you like this film? I like this movie. It's so dumb. I think it has the most simplest story of any movie we've ever watched yes. out of 30. Yes. But just, it's Bruce Lee, man. Okay. Just, he's just the greatest. Okay, okay. Um, with my opinion, I have a bit of a caveat before I say anything. Okay. So I am, I'm not saying I'm well known, but those who know me know I am not a fan of Bruce Lee's filmography. Um, I talk about Enter the Dragon being great. I kind of like Fist of Fury. And then all his other films are fucking shite. Not shite, just not very good. So... I was going into this one with a bit of a grudge, really, going in before I'd even seen it. And having come out of it now, this film is fucking flames. This film is so fucking enjoyable. It's, it's, it's insane how enjoyable it is. Like, really? Like Cyrus said, it's, it's goofy, it's, it's dumb, but... It, it's so dumb. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. I found myself, like, feeling almost childlike glee halfway through. I was like, I, I even put in my notes, why am I enjoying this so much? And I am so excited to revisit Bruce Lee's other movies now because I'm just like, I think I'm going to like him more than I thought. So... I, yeah, I have, I... Give us, give us a little. Let me, let me... I off the break, I was just like, I desperately wanted to, like, at one point wanted to ask you, like, how much, how much is left in this movie? Well, tell us why. Well, why did you I like don't the film? I didn't mind him. I thought he was fine. I thought 
everything else about it was obnoxious. I thought it was far too silly. There were choices that were being made that didn't What make choices? Sense. Give us some give us some choices. I mean the opening of the film, I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand yeah. the, the goof. I, I just didn't understand. What, I don't understand what the tone can of I, this movie is supposed to be. Can I just read out a note I made? Yes. Right. This is this is a note, a, a legitimate note that I wrote. And it was, if you've only seen Enter the Dragon, the first 10 minutes must be pretty confusing. More Charlie Chaplin than Bruce Lee. That's, yeah. that's my notes. Yeah. It's very... I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand why everyone was staring at him. I didn't understand. Does does he have IBD in this movie? Why is he always going to the bathroom and there's like these weird like gurgling noises? Is that his stomach? I didn't understand. Wait, that. wait, wait! Hold on. What? Why were you so confused? It makes perfect sense. What does? So at the beginning of the film, he's in an airport, right? Yeah. He's landed and it's his first time in Italy. Yeah. People are staring at him. Why? Because it's 1972 and he's an Asian man in Italy. Okay, fine. Okay? That was I guess that was my assumption, but still. His stomach's gurgling. He's hungry, right? Simple as that. He's hungry. So he goes to a restaurant. He doesn't understand the menu, so he orders 15 soups. Fine. He eats all the soups. He scrams them down his face, which makes him want to shit his pants. Okay, but why focus on him? Because there is other moments in the movie where he keeps asking where's the bathroom. Yeah, but only like three moments at the beginning. It's not like towards the end or anything. Still though. Well, he's he's had a lot of soup. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? Um... And then there were noises where it sounded like, yeah, it was like even later, like stomach rumbling. So I thought maybe he had some sort of bowel issue. Maybe. I can't, I can't speak for Bruce. Um, okay, so you, you weren't a big fan of, of, of those, those decisions. No, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, what else? Just the, 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 the tone of it, I didn't understand. Uh, I, there was... I thought there was bad choice in casting. Um, who was who was cast badly? Uh, the Italian henchmen. They all, all right. look like stoners. All right, all stoners right. are like they should be like in a park playing hacky sack. Is I, what I, I wrote. I think. I think you're. I think you're allowing your view to be tainted a little. Okay. This film was made in 1972. And I, 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 Everyone I looks like that, that in I... 1972. They all you gotta had... give them a break. Right. They all had big handlebar mustaches and look, yeah, it looked like stoners, but I, it was ni- it was the 70s. Like, well, I guess I don't like. Uh, yeah, I don't modern, like the 70s. Modern, like I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I just I didn't like the tone of it. I just didn't. I just didn't like it. Okay, I don't think... Other than... I thought Bruce Lee did a good job. I thought he looked great. I don't have a problem with him. Uh, It's it's the things happening around him. It's the choices that were made. It's the music. It's the... It's... I just did not like it. Okay, so basically the, the, the... Not the sum of its parts, but the individual parts you didn't like. Right, like for like... For instance, like since we're talking about it, Enter the Dragon, the first one that we did, also made in the 70s, there were very 70s stuff happening in that movie. However, it was much better than this one for me. I, I think most people would agree with you. Yeah, it just, yeah. It, yeah. So, I, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't like it. All right, it. all right. Um, 
we'll get onto the more specific stuff uh, in a bit. Cyrus, what did you like about this film in particular? Anything that stands out other than kind of the obvious bits? I mean, I think I was refreshed on how fucking fast and brutal Bruce Lee is in fights. Yeah. It was amazing. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. He just, like, just kind of warms up and does his little steps. Oh. And he's like, whoosh, whoosh. I, I, I am so fucking fast. I apologize to everyone that I've said Bruce Lee isn't all that and shouldn't be worshipped. The dude was, like, centuries ahead of everyone else. He, he, he can do a kick faster than I can do a punch. He, he's so quick. And yeah. He's so great. And on top of that, he's so charismatic. He is. He, there are moments in this film where he doesn't speak and he's the most charismatic guy on screen. Yeah. Like, he taps people, he smiles, he makes gestures, and he just oozes charisma. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know. I loved everything about this film. I I can understand why people don't like it, because um, if you've seen, if you've only seen Enter the Dragon, which, let's face it, is a very Hollywood movie, it's very simple, it's a tournament on an island, Bruce Lee goes there and kicks ass. This, this, this is a fish out of water tale. It's a guy who's from China, who's come to Italy, so he's right. a fish out of water anyway. And I get, and I, that's, I, 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 I'm finding it hard to nail it. Like, that I understand. I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, because, but it's just, it just didn't do it for me. Um, you know who Roger Ebert is, right, obviously? Yes. Roger Ebert, one of the most famous critics of all time, gave this movie two out of five, and he said this. This sort of stuff is magnificently silly. And Lee, to give him credit, never tries to rise above it. If a movie like this were directed seriously, it would be a disaster. And I kind of agree with him. Yeah. I think Bruce Lee plays up to the silliness. And for me, it works. For other people, I can see it not working. Um, let's, let's focus on, on one particular character. Uh, Paul Wei, aka the Chinese guy that works for the for the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know his situation. Um. When. Yeah, when he first came on, when that he outfit. first comes on, his outfit is. Yeah. It's fabulous. Oh my! <laughs> and speaking of that, is he is he meant to be gay? That was my that was my takeaway. Me too, right? The way he tucks Bruce Lee's belt in when he walks past him, you know, yeah. there's an implication. Or when he's refer, where he's touching him and referring to his muscles. Yes, he's he's very he's, he's, a, camp. he's an he's, effeminate yeah. gay man. He's a bit camp. His yeah. outfit, he's got like a fucking lumberjack hat on, and he's got a bedazzled waistcoat. Yeah. And I don't know what he's got around his neck. Yeah. It looks like a a bejeweled. Afro comb, and that's especially, <laughs> and of course, you know, you, I I do realize you have to forgive it because of the time period. But when this, you know, you hear, you know, you I, all I heard was the chick talking about like the syndicate, and then in walk those guys, <laughs> and they were just lanky, skinny. Yeah, no one in this movie has ever lifted weights. Right, and then he comes in with them, and I was just like, are these the bad guys? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, um, it was just, it was, it was just laughable. Okay, okay. None but, of them looked. 
you mean that in a bad way, not as yes. in, haha, I can laugh along with this. It, no, it was laughable in a bad way. At least, you know, like, have them, I don't know, like, wearing black or wearing sunglasses. Or, I don't know, but not just, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, yeah, they're not going to be huge and buff, given the, the, the time period or whatever, but at least have them look somewhat intimidating instead of just be like, you know, okay, guys, your call time is this. Uh, just wear whatever it is you have at home. And... I would love to see you rewrite this movie. <laughs> I would pay money for them to direct this Everyone's again. Everyone's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Every, everyone's wearing sunglasses and randomly they're wearing boxing gloves at all times for, yeah. for some and reason. And they have like toothpicks in their mouth and they're yeah. always <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Long medallions. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I I can't. It's, it's frustrating to me because I understand your opinion and I, I do get it. And it's just hard for me because I just I just really enjoyed it. I I liked everything about it. Um, it's a very philosophical film, and I know that's a crazy thing to say, but Bruce Lee fits in his kung fu philosophy throughout the entire thing, and how you know uh, fighting with fists is more honorable than guns, right. and how Chinese kung fu is. Uh, you know, you can adapt and you can use it in very specific ways. And it's as long as you understand the basics, you can then go on to kind of learn uh, or incorporate other techniques. Basically, it was it was he was talking about the foundation of Jeet Kune Do even in this film, um, which was I don't know really interesting to me. It just I don't know. I don't know. Let's start talking about it. Let's get into the beginning. Yeah, yeah, we can we can jump into it and go uh, step by step. Uh, firstly, Cyrus, did you watch it dubbed? Yes, I did. Okay, we watched it in the Mandarin language, the original Mandarin language, which was uh, for me a much better um, experience than I imagine it being dubbed. Uh, in my opinion, um, it was nice to hear Bruce Lee speaking Chinese and dubbing himself over. That was that was very interesting. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm just going to come out with the first thing. Yeah. I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. In the opening credits, yes. someone is labeled as Italian beauty yep. Melissa Longo. Yep. I think she was a prostitute. That was my assumption. She's she a prostitute. That was, that's what I thought she was. Let's discuss this. Because... Yes, I thought she was a prostitute, but when do prostitutes take people back to their own apartments? Maybe that's how they do it. Yeah, maybe that's how they do it in in Italy. Yeah. But yeah, but like... If a lady winks at you and puts her arm around your shoulder, she wants to have sex with you. That's how me and Devin Devin met. I was just (laughs) sat there, just, you know, just chilling. She came up and winked at me, put her arm around me, and I, uh, I assumed she was a prostitute. Um, she she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. That, now, now look at this. Happily yeah. married. Um, but like, but for the credits, how like every every actor in this movie had like a little like yes. um like a little descript like a description yes. associated with them, like it was a resume. Well, because it is the film is a resume because you've got Chuck Norris who's U.S. four time karate champion. You've got Huang In Shik who's a grandmaster at Hapkido. You've got Bob Wall, who's, a, I think, a karate champion. And I think and it, this random lady who's an Italian beauty. <laughs> an Italian beauty. And I think it was Bruce Lee's attempt to say, hey, look, I got these badass people in here, and I'm going to fight them all. And it's, you know, it's going to look great. And, uh, you know, people should, people should respect the people in this film, I think. Mm. 
Yeah, but I agree with you that the, the credits were bonkers. Yeah. Um, I've also got another issue. Uh, and I don't know if anyone picked up on this. So at the at the beginning, he's in the airport and he's a, he's a hungry boy and he goes into the restaurant and he picks all these things out. Did you realize that the restaurant was called Campbell's and he gets nothing but soup? I looked at the menu and it said Campbell's Delicious Soups. Oh, it's yeah, Campbell's yeah, yeah. Soup. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. So on that page, I thought it was just listing like all their soups are, are going to be Campbell's Soups. I that, didn't. That's not. I didn't think that's the name of the restaurant. Well, let's. That in itself is bonkers. Well, yeah. Of if course. you went to a restaurant, <laughs> yeah. and they were like, "Oh, well, our soups are Campbell's." Yeah, I could just go to the store for cheaper, buy a can, and just make it at home. Damn, that's insane. Wow, I mean, it's almost 50 years ago. So. Yeah, the 70s were a different time. You could just go and get Campbell's soup in a restaurant. Can you imagine going out with your homies and be like, man, I'm famished. Can I get some Campbell's soup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the fact that it was an Italian restaurant and they're serving Campbell's soup, I don't know. And, and the waitress appeared to be a French maid. She was dressed yes, as a French maid. Yes, I had issues with her. Why was she dressed as a French maid? She's a waitress. And she was speaking English. Oh, n- not that Italian people can't speak English. That's a stupid point for me to make. But yes, she was dressed as a French maid. Um, and she was 205 years old. Yep. Yeah, which was... You know uh, what's really kind of weird to watch with the dub is... So he can speak perfect English in the dub, right? But then he goes to order eggs and he's like... That's that's why the dub doesn't work because it doesn't make sense. yeah because there's Italian there's moments in this film where people are speaking English or Italian or whatever it is or English it is English and Bruce Lee's not supposed to know what they're saying but in the dub he speaks fluent English so right. it doesn't make any sense right um yeah I will say Cyrus when I I, I put the idea out online that um that me and Devon were gonna watch this uh in the original Mandarin language, and people got upset. People were like, how dare you watch a a Bruce Lee movie undubbed? So I think the common practice is to watch Bruce Lee movies dubbed. Like, people don't watch them in their original language. Hmm. Which, which I I don't know why, because Way of the Dragon in Mandarin is flawless. It's fucking great, other than the original language, uh, the original soundtrack is a bit up and down. Some people are very quiet in, in times. Um, but I loved it. I loved it in a different language. Um, and, and can we agree that the first 15 minutes of this film is literally just Bruce Lee going, hey guys, look, we're shooting in Italy. Yeah. It's all sights. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him standing next to that lady, just staring at him. I was like, okay, he's a racist lady, maybe. Yeah, oh yeah. Right, yeah. I, yeah, and it then, was uncomfortable. And he just like passes this kid eating an ice cream cone. Yeah, that I yeah the everything in the airport I didn't care for. It's it's very slapstick. It's almost I'd even go as far as to say it's almost Jackie Chan like. Uh, it's yes, all it's very, yeah it's very like light-hearted physical comedy sight gags. And right, that's why I didn't understand what the tone of this movie was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, it's definitely not typical for for Bruce, and it doesn't continue throughout the entire film because of course by the end it gets quite serious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So obviously the film starts. We get to the restaurant, and basically Bruce Lee uh has been hired to protect, not hired, but asked to protect this restaurant by his uh uncle, um the uh the owner of the restaurant or the 
current manager of the restaurant is Nora Meow, who famously, allegedly, I should say, Bruce Lee had an affair with. Um, uh, he apparently cheated on his wife with that lady. Um, Hello. As he did countless other ladies, allegedly. Oh, oh dear. Yes. Uh, one famous woman, I can't remember who it was, but said Bruce Lee in the bedroom is as good as he is with Kung Fu. Oh, dear. Apparently he was quite a, quite a, yeah. Yeah, you like to you like to enter the dragon, you know what I'm saying? Excellent. Yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently he was uh, good in the bedroom. But uh, yes, um, he's. You think you think maybe when he's just going for it, he's like, it's all right, it's all right. I like to think so. I certainly like to think so. Um, I also like to think he uses nunchucks as dildos. Oh, was that yeah, too far? Oh Did I go too oh far? Dear. I, I went. I went too far with that one. Um, yeah, apparently, I mean, at the height of his fame, allegedly he was he was sleeping with a lot of different women, and uh, I think his wife turned a blind eye to it uh, and just didn't didn't really say much. And to this day, I don't think she speaks on it that much. Um, it's the same thing with apparently he liked to eat pot brownies as well. And obviously, the Bruce Lee estate now are like, oh no, he's the, he was the most pure martial artist in the world, didn't touch any of that stuff. But apparently, he liked to munch on weed brownies and edibles and get high. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure he was on some of that stuff. Some of those you, you think he was on steroids? Oh, did you not look at him flex in this movie? Oh man, in this yeah, film, when that he flexes, was pretty it's insane. Good he's, lord. So he did the thing, he put his arms out, oh. his, his lats touched his waist yeah it was pretty insane yeah he's yeah i wonder if he was on steroids i know oh he was on that stuff oh yeah yeah. that's interesting okay uh anyway sorry back to the film yes he's he's asked to to protect this restaurant from gangsters uh italian gangsters who are muscling in on uh, the territory in order to get the restaurant and use it for their own bidding or whatever it is um and from then on it's a very simple film yeah it's Brute, okay, occasionally the gangsters turn up, Bruce fucks them up, and in the meantime, he's teaching his, uh, the waiters kung fu. Right. Um, one of the waiters, by the way, played by uh, famous actor Unicorn Chan. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, who was Bruce Lee's best friend, or one of his best friends, um, and starred in the famous film Fist of the Unicorn. Uh, which thankfully I've never seen. I, I hear it's terrible. Um, yeah, it, awful. Uh, hey, I have a quick question. Yeah. So all of the people in this restaurant are Chinese, right? Yeah. So but, why do they hate Chinese boxing? I I can't tell you. I can't tell you. They're practicing karate, and I don't know whether I don't know. It's got to do with something. It's Bruce's decision. Obviously, it's Bruce Lee's decision to say, "Hey guys, you're going to be practicing practicing karate, so I can come in and say, nah, dog, yeah. Chinese boxing, aka kung fu, is way better. Let me show you my shit." And I think that's what it was. But why they would be practicing? I don't know. Maybe in the seventies, karate was seen as the, the best martial art because Bruce Lee hadn't introduced kung fu to the world, like properly. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm making stuff up. (laughs) No, I I do wonder, though. I mean, I I guess it was just a choice. They could have been practicing anything. Um, I'm surprised he didn't make it Western boxing, though, um, because that would be more, you know, Italian, I guess. Hmm. Uh, But, yeah, it's interesting. So there's a a scene in this film where it's kind of... it's, It's when it first picks up in terms of the martial arts. 
when Bruce Lee starts kicking those pads, yeah, those those guys holding those pads are getting destroyed. The guy that gets kicked into the boxes, I think I think they covered it up, but he died. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he died after that. And you just... know when the first guy with the pad and he's just like he hits him with his forearm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, everyone holding a pad for Bruce Lee in this film gets fucking brutalized. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Because when that starts, it's the first time you go, oh, Bruce Lee's looking good. He's, <laughs> he's pretty good. I forgot how good he was. Um, I loved it. Everything Bruce Lee did in this film, physically, I, I, I loved. I yeah, absolutely loved. Absolutely. Which we'll, uh, we'll, we'll probably get into in a second. Um, but yeah, my notes were the poor guys holding those pads just get destroyed. Um... I've got a question as well. I mean, we're bouncing around, but there's not really much in terms of plot to focus on, unless anyone has any specific notes. Yeah, not really. It's gangsters want the restaurant. Yeah. There are certain things that happen. For example, I'm going to talk about a bit. So a guy breaks into Nora Mao's house with a gun and and says to, the, to, to Bruce Lee, uh, I think it's the boss wants to see you or he's there to... Whatever he's... Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee... Firstly, throws a sharpened pencil at him like he does in the rest of the film. He has his pencils. Yeah, he ma- yeah no, he he made darts. I know he, he made, made darts, darts, but they look just like sharpened pencils. <laughs> and there is a move he does to that guy, where he does like a tiger claw thing to the oh, side. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah. I was unclear. Okay, I remember it very vividly. Right. <laughs> what? What he is it? He doesn't like grab his head. Yes. And scratch. He 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 reverses it. So the right hand is on the left yes, yes. side, and the left is on the right. And it's like, but it knocks the guy out. Yeah, man, he's Bruce Lee. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess that's the simple answer. For yeah, most I was, in this I was, yeah, I was, I was confused about what what was happening or what he was doing. It, everything else was great, but that move, I was just like, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I didn't know what that was either. Yeah, it was it was baffling. Not that I'm one to fucking you know criticize Bruce Lee. I'm sure. It makes sense in his world. Um, so, I'm, jump, I'm jumping all over the place now, and I apologize for everyone who wants like a, a play-by-play of the the plot, but there's just not much going there's on. No yeah. So, in one scene... So, so in, in the first... The gangsters turn up, they go outside to fight Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee does his old... His, his dragon whips his tail thing, which is just beyond fresh. It's so cool when he's just like, yep, my dragon whips his tail and knocks you the fuck out. Yeah. So the second bit where the gangsters turn up, Bruce Lee has been out with Nora looking at sights in Italy. He comes back to the restaurant and the the gangsters are there going, what's up? What's up? Bruce Lee pulls out two pairs of nunchucks. He must have had them in his pants the whole time. Yep. He this just, man is holding nunchucks 24-7. Yep. Just carries them around with him. Yep. Now, Devin. Yes. How did you feel about the double nunchuck action? Oh, it was awesome. You like that? Actually, was, let, me, yeah. let me just ask you, what did you think about the action in this film? So the action was great. I mean, like, okay. he looks phenomenal. He, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's mind-boggling just how quick his moves are. And But yeah, the, the nunchucks, him and the nunchucks were great. They were fantastic. Okay, so you didn't mind the... I can see how a lot of people um, can criticize the nunchuck 
bit in this film because they've seen Enter the Dragons, and Enter the Dragons is like I think it, I think Enter the Dragons nunchuck scene is a lot more stylish than this one. This one is just I don't remember Enter the okay. Dragons. This one's more real. Like he's just twatting people in the head yeah, with yeah, nunchucks. Yeah. yeah. And it just it's great. Um I think I have never seen this film uncut. Because in my head, the nunchuck scene is about seven seconds long. He's hitting people with nunchucks for a good four or five minutes. <laughs> I've, I don't think I've ever seen this uncut. I really don't. But then the last time I saw it was like on VHS in 1995. <laughs> so I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, the, I love that nunchuck scene. I love that whole scene. Um, he's using the staff and he's just kicking people in there. Some of his kicks are just bonkers. Yeah. Just bonkers. Um, yeah, so really, that's the point where it escalates. The film escalates. Uh, the Italian mobster syndicate guys all get battered. And so the bad guys go, right, we're going to bring in the big guns. And they, <laughs> they bring in Bob Wall from Enter the Dragon. He played O'Hara. He gets his ass whooped Oh, man, he really does. And funny enough, I read a quote by him, and he said, you have to get your ass whooped in order to get better in films. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Bob Wall's in it. Uh, Huang in Shik is in it. And, of course, Mr. Uh, Nuck Chorus hmm. happens to be in it. Um, now, there's a few things about... I mean, let's just jump into the Chuck Norris fight. Because it's what everyone talks about when they talk about this film. Right. So... Uh, First of all, that dude was hairy. He's a he's he's a hairy he's man. He's a hairy hairy man. He's a, a bit hairy too man. hairy for he my looks liking. Like he's wearing a rug. Yes, uh, too hairy for my liking. Yeah, he does have some. Um, I, I would say upsetting back of the shoulder hair. Yes. Yeah, yeah I was. I think I grimaced. Like I, <laughs> I, I wasn't very happy with that. Um, you know, I would actually prefer him to have a full back of hair. Than just the shoulders. shoulders. Yeah, they look like unusual shoulder pads. I didn't. I didn't care (laughs) for them. Um, Now, everything leading up to the Chuck 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 Norris fight, when they're running around the Coliseum and they're kind of chasing each. Well, Bruce Lee's trying to find Chuck Norris. That footage was all filmed on the sly because it's illegal to shoot in the Coliseum. Of course. So they could only shoot when they could. And I will say this. For. I don't know how I got this thought in my head, but for at least the last 20 years, I've thought that the fight between Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee was filmed in the Coliseum. Hmm. I was just like, they filmed that in the Coliseum. Watching it this time around, I'm just like, that is a movie studio with a Coliseum painted on the background. But I thought it was, I thought it was actually shot in the Coliseum. I didn't even, I didn't Oh, it's... It's not in the Coliseum. It, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like I feel like for anyone to be allowed to do that would take a lot of, like, paperwork yeah. and government, like, you know, authority. And I don't believe any of that happened in this movie. No, no. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, there's no way they could have filmed it. Yeah. And I don't know how I watched the fight when I was, like, 18 or whatever. I was just like, yep, this is in the Coliseum. It looks... <laughs> it's not even close. It's it's crazy. Right. Um, so, yeah. I have a very important question. Okay. What do you think about the cat? Yeah. That kitten they kept showing. Yes. 
Yeah. I was confused by it. That's correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is in my note. It uh, real all I did was just write down kitten question mark. Uh, it, it's funny when watching that scene with the cat or kitten. It's because I try to convince myself that it's a metaphor. <laughs> because when the cat is batting around this stone or ball. I'm like, I get it. Bruce Lee is playing with Chuck <laughs> Norris. Like the cat is playing with the ball. It's very generous. I dude. know I'm very wrong. It's yes. very generous. Are I have no cat? idea. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We just had technical issues. A microphone fell. Yeah, I, yeah, it, I was very, very confused. It's just an added. It's just an, an added. Ad, an added what? An added bit for what? For the purpose of what? People just look like at cats. this cute. Yeah, just look at this cute kitten. Yeah, I I, I wonder. I, I really don't know. I tell you what though, this is a a mental fact that I found out about about Bruce Lee, uh, about Way of the Dragon. I'm trying to find it now. Right. So that fight scene happens. Did you know that Bruce Lee's notes? for that fight scene took up a quarter of his script really so when he turned in the script a qu- 25% of it was dedicated to that fight scene i mean i suppose it makes sense it's the final fight it's a lot of fucking notes though yeah uh, yeah that's a lot of stuff. how how do you feel about that fight in 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 compared to what we've seen so far in terms of shaw brothers uh jackie chan stuff uh, Black Mask, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in China, all that stuff. How do you feel, even Enter the Dragon, how do you feel? I'll ask Cyrus first, actually. Cyrus, how do you feel about that fight in comparison to other fights? Do you do you see it as a classic, or watching it now, are you like, eh, yeah, it's fine? I love it. You love it? Okay. I love Bruce Lee fights, period. Uh, he's very fast. There's no nonsense. There's no whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. Like, they were, like, thinking before they attack, and you know they're not going to hurt each other. Yeah. These motherfuckers are going. So, let me ask you this, then. Is Bruce Lee the best martial arts star to have ever lived? Well, you'd have to ask Jackie Chan about that. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Yeah, you just owned Bruce Lee. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, Devin, how did you feel about the the Chuck Norris Bruce Lee fight? Did it stand out for you as one that you've seen and been like, "Oh, this this deserves uh, kudos." I do. I mean, it stood out in the fact that yeah, like it's all just like Bruce Lee. I mean, obviously Chuck Norris is you know Chuck Norris is a badass, um, but yeah, like just like Cyrus said, just Bruce Lee's just like the quickness of it and the quickness of his moves. Um, do I think he's the greatest? Martial arts of all time. Let's say on-screen martial arts. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like that's a hard one to do because Grant, because his life was cut short, so we didn't get all of his full potential. But just with what we work, what we have to work with, no. Oh. But I mean, he's, he's you, great. You famously don't like Jackie Chan. I'm not saying Jackie Chan is. Who is? Who's better than Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan? Don't say Jet Li. I'll throw you no, out the window. No, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, hey. I need to know who you think the best is. We both need to know. We're on tenterhooks. Tell us now. Yes. Just because I liked the movies of his that we've done, I thought... This is going to be so upsetting. I'm so you tense. Think? I'm so tense right now. Who? I'm going to hang up. <laughs> I really, really, really love Gordon Liu. Oh, all right. You're forgiven. 
I've yeah. I, you'll, you'll forgive him. His that's, films that's a are great. Answer. I thought in all of his fights, especially his use of weapons, he looks phenomenal. So, I mean, me per so me personally, so far, I I like Gordon Liu the most. Uh, my name is Sean, and I approve that message. <laughs> yes, that is a, that <clears throat> was yeah, a solid. But that answer. last, but yeah, it looked it looked great. Um. So I've got two things. Firstly, uh, funny enough, watching the Scott Adkins and Michael Jai White uh, uh, show, interview, whatever you want to call it, Michael Jai White says the way of the dragon fight between Chuck Norris and Scott, uh, Scott Adkins, fucking hell, <laughs> Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris is the single greatest fight scene of all time. Okay. And he says not only is it because of the action, but it's because of the story the fight tells in that it is two guys at the top of their game right. trying to best one another and Chuck Norris There is a there there is definitely respect between them. Right. Yeah, there is respect to them and like like Cyrus said it is very much a no nonsense uh fight scene but yeah, you can it's it's they both respect each other and respect their abilities. If you would have asked me before <clears throat> watching this film what I what I felt about that fight scene, I would have just been like, "Meh, it's not it's fine. It's it's nothing." It's really good. It's it's this this film like just changed. Yeah, dare I say it changed my opinion on Bruce Lee. That fight scene is fantastic. Everything about it, and considering it's a 1972 fight scene, some of the handwork. I mean, there's not a lot of handwork in it. Yeah. But sometimes when they trade like punches, it's so crisp and powerful and just great. Just just great stuff. Yeah. Um, I you know. I will say real quick, uh, two things Bruce Lee does in this movie. He smiles a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Yep. I was into it. And the other thing is he he took a couple punches. Yes. Oh yeah. He acted so well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. His his Bruce Lee was a was a good performer. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I can't really say. I guess I can say he was a good actor. Yeah, I sure. think so. I thought in Enter the Dragon, yeah, he was. He yeah. acted very well. He was very charismatic. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, his charisma yeah, is think, off the charts. Yeah, and I, I guess that's a that's a part of it. Yeah, and that's what makes uh, like him Cyrus so fantastic. Says, he get he gets hit. He gets hit and he goes down and he he just like, he, he comes up. He's got bruises. He's got cuts on him and you know Jackie Chan doesn't always get hit a lot and things like that hold on we got technical issues what are we doing I'm sorry can you hear that yeah oh I'm sorry super I'm... loud oh is it I'm sorry yeah are you recording <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm recording but uh, Devin's making I was just I was I was steadying it because I was moving okay. and I didn't want it to fall over okay yes okay um, I have a question for the pair of you. Yeah. Because I honestly don't think I've heard you answer this question. How did Bruce Lee die? Not in this film. How did Bruce Lee die in real life? Oh. Who's, so of who's course, got an answer for me? Oh, well, I know it because I looked it up. Oh, boo you. Cyrus, Sorry. how did Bruce Lee die? I don't want to say because I feel like I'll sound stupid. Okay, okay. Do you All want right. me to tell you? Seriously. You want me to tell you? Yeah, go on. He died of cerebral edema. So he had a bunch of fluid in his brain. Uh, uh, his brain apparently was like 13, si 13 times its normal size. And it no, was... No, Wait. 13 no. 13 times. Yeah, that's what it said. His well, brain... Would be like 13 heads. Yeah, it would be this big. I'm holding... 13 per... Or was it 13 percent? I'm sorry, 13 percent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the idea of him just having a massive head. Okay, I'm sorry. 13 percent bigger than... Uh, 
it's normal size and it said that he had some sort of re allergic reaction to a pain medication that he was given well you just ruined that that is a that is a textbook uh, account i just of how... read it and I, I will say that oh i've got another microphone <laughs> down um i will say that devon is the queen of that by the way she she will watch a film and then she will wikipedia everyone in that film and find out every little thing about oh that. yeah i i went on a deep dive not just with bruce lee but also i and i ended up going uh, into his son as well oh mr brandon lee mr brandon lee okay mm -hmm. yeah when he died his head was 14 times bigger <laughs> 14, times. <laughs> 14 times the size which is weird because he got shot or he, he did get shot, get shot he did get shot yes he didn't te technically he did well yeah i guess you can call it getting shot yeah but he did not by a proper bullet Right, but yeah. it was still a projectile that entered him. Yes. I did find out a very interesting thing. Also, if anyone... I keep going back to this Scott Adkins show, but when Chad Stahelski, uh, who is the director of John Wick, the John Wick movies, when he's getting interviewed, he reveals that he was the double for Brandon Lee after Brandon Lee died, which is bonkers. But there you go. Because uh, they had the same physique. I just thought it was crazy that the director of John Wick 3 doubled for Brandon Lee. I don't know. That was interesting. Um, yeah, so that final fight scene, I, I was I was a bit upset that Bob Wall and especially Huang in Shik uh, do not really get to do much. Uh, poor Huang in Shik, he gets, he gets punched in the balls like twice. Yes. <laughs> there, was a there was like a kick and a punch. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I actually put in my notes... I'm so glad that Bruce Lee didn't shy away from nut shots because that was what he was about. Like, not I'm not saying his style focused on the balls. <laughs> I, I'm saying that, like, when it comes to fighting, Bruce Lee was an anything-goes guy. He was like, yeah, if you have to kick someone in the nuts, you have to kick someone in the nuts. If you have to twist someone's nip, you have to twist someone's nip. And it's just like, I, 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 thought he, I, th I just think it's great that, you know, he's not all that honorable in fights he just he hammers the shit out of him in between betwixt his legs yeah and i just think it's great um quang and shake later got its time to shine we've seen him in plenty of movies but i just actually is he in i can't remember if it's him in game of death no i don't think it's him in game of death um uh, which i'd love to revisit i'd love to watch game of death again um yeah and that's really you how you want to quickly talk about just the very end of the movie Sure, sure. We can talk about the very end. Where the betrayal occurred. The, I did not see that shit coming with the uncle. Quite the twist. Quite the twist indeed. Quite the twist. It turns out, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen a 1972 movie. <laughs> um, uh, spoiler alert is uh, the uncle who is basically the chef in the restaurant who's been trying to get Bruce Lee to fend off these gangsters. Turns out he's a bad guy and he kills two of Bruce Lee's friends and uh, yeah, tries, two tries of the, to kill two Bruce. of the waiters, yeah. Because yeah. basically he was like, he wanted to sell he wanted to sell the restaurant to the gang so he could get money. Yeah. So he could basically like retire and go back to Hong Kong to his family. Yeah. And Bruce Lee, like beating the gang's ass was in the way of that. And so, yeah, he ended up killing, stabbing two of the waiters in the back. In the back. And then, yeah, tried to kill Bruce Lee. He does, and then he gets shot. He does not get killed by Bruce Lee. Nope. He gets, uh -oh. shot, gets by the shot by the chief bad guy. Yeah, the Italian mob boss or whatever the hell yeah. he is. And a question, uh, is, are they at the uncle's grave at the end? Are they paying him respect? Even though he's I a thought dick? it was to the two dead, the waiters. 
Oh, of course. What, what a fucking idiot, of course. Yeah. No, that's, I actually thought that as well. I, oh, no, I it thought... Makes sense I assumed it was, assumed the, two it was the waiters. Yeah, that, that, that makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, Bruce Lee, like, walks off like the fucking Lone Ranger. Sweet, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sweet, though. It's great. Yeah. I love that he just he's just like, I've got shit to do. I've got to go and protect some other restaurant from mobsters. <laughs> and just walks off yeah. into the distance. Bruce Lee's films all end in very, like, interesting ways, I think. Um, I won't reveal any of them because I'm sure we might do another Bruce Lee one. In fact, I know we will do another Bruce Lee at some point. We will do. We yeah. Will. Um, <laughs> uh, but they all end in very interesting ways. Um, as as for this film, I think I think it's. I hate to say it, this film's more than meets the eye. I think it's a deeper film, philosophically. Yeah, that's the word. Philosophically, <laughs> it's a deeper film. It's got interesting themes, again, of like being a fish out of water and a, a adjusting to a country. And I just I just think it's like entertainment for, what, just over 90 minutes? I just think it's a thoroughly entertaining movie. But I can understand how people don't like it. I can understand how people can go, this is a cheesy, stupid 70s movie that is just the fights are bad the actors are bad the plot's bad everything's bad apart from bruce lee and i can see how you think that um and I, I would never say you're wrong i wouldn't go like oh you're wrong thinking that because i, I don't think you are i th i think it's very much subject well all art is subjective but this film's definitely subjective okay yeah, yeah. so whereas if you watch like Heroes of the East, and you didn't like it. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but this, I wished you liked this film, and I do appreciate that you still enjoy Bruce Lee, and you still like Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, Lee 100%. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's so quick. I, I'm tempted to revisit The Big Boss by myself, because The Big Boss is a film that I flat out don't like. Um, the way of the track now is like, eh, yeah, fine. It's, it, it is what it is. Um, turns out I actually like it a lot. Um, but... Big Boss, I recall just not liking in the slightest. and But I'm tempted to revisit it just to see uh, whether I like that. Um, there is a sequel to this film. There is a Bruce Bloitation sequel called Way of the Dragon 2. Um, I can't remember who it stars. I think it stars Bruce Le, um, which I think I've seen, but I don't remember it, so it can't be that good. It's, it's Bruce Lie. Is it Bruce Lie? No, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I, I thought I thought you were throwing one out. I was like, how does he know? I've actually got it in my notes. Hold on. Uh, it's Bruce Lair and it's Bolo Young. Bolo Young is also in it okay. uh, from Enter the Dragon and many other films. Um, yeah, so that's that's Way of the Dragon in a nutshell, I think. Um, there's not much to talk about, but it's just, in my eyes, it's just a solid action flick. Um, oh, yeah. The, wait a minute. We forgot one thing. What? There were boobs. Oh, there were boobs. There were boobs. There were boobs. <laughs> the, the, we, yeah, boob watch. Uh, Ooh, we're, yeah, we're assuming Italian prostitute. Uh, yeah, gets their boobs out. I tell you something. And Bruce runs away. He does run away. He does. He's not a fan. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> boobs have changed over the years. There's yes, something, something different about a 70s and 80s boob compared to a modern boob. <laughs> You think? I do. I think so, yes. And I, I'm not saying I'm not saying like, oh, obviously these days people have breast implants. It's not breast implants that's different. There's something I'm not sure what the word is. There's more 
weight. There's more, more weight. There's more weight <laughs> to a decades ago boob. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's more. I know. It's, it's got. I don't know. It's like. Take your time, man. I'm on board. Hold on. Yeah, I'm thinking. It's. It's not that they're larger, but they're like. They're more voluptuous. I don't know how boobs can be voluptuous. I, I'm not... Boobs can be, I guess. But then, so... So what made, What do you think is... Why do you think they were more voluptuous then and, instead of now? I don't know. It must have been... I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. There's something about a <laughs> 70s and 80s boob. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. That's more appealing than a 90s and 2000s boob. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know how women in the 60s and 50s, the pin-up ladies, they're yeah. famously more voluptuous. Yeah. And that is a word to use for them. Yes. They've got more curves to them. I think an 80s boob had more curve to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the word for it. I Okay, wait. Are you Okay, is it the fact that like for instance, like Marilyn Monroe like a classic like beauty, right? Yeah. A classic example of what a woman should be. However, she was like a size like 12. I'm a man. I don't know what that means. <laughs> How, but Me like, either. I don't yeah. know what a size anything. Means. But here, okay. But does that mean? Does that mean her brain no, no, no. is twelve times the size uh, that it should no. be? No, like, yeah, but in clothing, in clothing, I think historically, like, she was like a size twelve. But like That's nowadays, yeah. yeah, like, like I'm a size twelve. But nowadays, like, you know, people are, you know, or definitely like in You're the Jennifer early two thousands. You yeah, like they be a size... classically want to be like a size like four or some shit oh, like really? that. Yeah, or a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yes, yes. I, I'll yeah. I'll put it in that term. I feel like a standard booby these <laughs> yeah. days. You're gonna have a chunky C cup. It's not a regular C cup. A chunky C cup. It's a good C cup. Mm-hmm. I think back in the day, during your eighties and your seventies, you I think D's. you're rocking a D, and I think most people are rocking a D. And it's this is the word. I've got it. I've been looking for the Stop words. Seventies <laughs> and eighties boobs were heartier. <laughs> okay. They were heartier boobs. That's what I'm. I'm coming. They were. You they. Think- you think the majority of women were rocking these back in the 70s? They were, they were, yes, I think so. I, I Just, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And there was something going on. I don't want to get into too many details because it's gross, but there was something better about old school nips as well. There was something more aesthetically pleasing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Thanks for the it's bit of silence. That, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I went a bit too deep then, but I, still, I'm just saying. I, I think, and I, do you know what? I suppose this is my own fault for bringing it up. I think, I'm going to say it, I think people understand. I think people know where I'm coming from. <laughs> I, I think if you, if, if, if you, you ask, know, go on. I think they just kind of focused on women with larger attributes. I love I love the fact time. that you couldn't even say boobs. You self-censored yourself like a fucking flannel. Sorry. I don't know why I called you a flannel. <laughs> you called me a flannel? I did, I did call you a flannel. I couldn't think of a word. I couldn't think of a word and that was the word that came out of my brain. Right. Okay, how about this? Flannels People are... Want to see bigger 
titties. There you go. There you go. Don't, don't. Flannels are warm and cozy. There's nothing wrong with I a flannel. I, actually, it was like a wet flannel I was thinking of. Oh, okay. A yeah. wet washcloth. Yeah. Just yeah. call me a flannel. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get off the subject <laughs> of boobies and flannels. Um... Should we jump into... I don't know how long we've been recording, actually. Can you see that, Devin? Let's see. We are at an hour. Oh, okay. We can get these out of the way, then. Let's go ahead and get the list of questions out of the way. Quick, quick... Uh, uh, quick round of, of of scores. Devin, what are you giving Way of the Dragon out of five? Oh, two. Two. Cyrus, what are you giving Way of the Dragon out of five? Four. Okay, I'm with Easy. I'm with you. I'm 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 giving you a four. Giving you a four. I'm giving you a four. Okay. You know we can go like four point blank. Yeah, I don't think I would. I think I'd be. Coming. Okay, okay. I will two and a half. Oh, that's bad. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the questions. Um, I'm gonna jump into the first one that's specifically for me, just because someone tried to give me a dressing down, and. Uh, I'm, I want to address them. Okay. So, you've said on multiple... It was an anonymous person on Tumblr, damn you. You've said on multiple occasions that Bruce Lai's filmography is better than Bruce Lee's. Care to explain? Um, God, Ian. <laughs> look. <laughs> Bruce Lai is not a better martial artist than Bruce Lee. I've never said that. But Bruce Lai has about 480 films to choose from. 470 of those are fucking awful. <laughs> but I think Bruce Lai's top five films are more entertaining than Bruce Lee's. I'm not saying he's a better fighter. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying the films in general are more entertaining. The film entertaining. as a whole. Yes. Are, his films are, as a whole are better. That also includes like laughable entertainment, like bad wigs and stuff. And the more entertaining that way. But having just watched Way of the Dragon, I have a feeling I might change my mind. If I watch Fist of Fury, I might say, no, Bruce Lee was a miles ahead of his time and just better than Bruce Lai. But I got a lot of joy from Bruce Lai films that I watched earlier this year for the first time. So that's all I'm saying. Bruce Lee is still a magnificent martial artist. One of the best, if not the best. He's fantastic. I love him. I just, Bruce Lai, I get a kick out of him. That's all I'm going to say. So... Please don't attack me. I feel like we have to, because I need to figure out which movie of his I started and turned off. Bruce Lee? Or Bruce yeah, Lai? Bruce Lee. Because I can't for the life of me figure out what the hell I started to watch. Do you know what happened in it? All I remember is something on like a dock, maybe? I guarantee it's a big boss. It sounds like yeah. it. Sounds but but like I've it. never heard of the big boss. so I. What about the Chinese connection? Because that was the other name for the big boss. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, because oh, honestly, it? the only, really, the only, the only Bruce Lee movie that I was aware of was Enter the Dragon. Oh, Chinese Connection may have been another name for Fist of Fury. So, I don't, never mind. Forget it. Anyway, yes. Um, <laughs> we'll watch them all eventually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, much to your chagrin. Okay, so Rama asked us a question. Rama! Actually, Rama asked us two questions. One, again, aimed at me. Um, but I'll ask you the first one aimed at you guys and me. You can replace the cast of any movie with the Muppets, but you can but you keep one of the human actors. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Cause okay, so Sean gave me this question beforehand so I could think about it. Yeah. You said puppets. 
I actually said Muppets, but you misheard me. Okay. Same thing. Let's say puppets then. Well, but, see, I specific if we're but if you say Muppets, then I'm thinking of the actual Muppets like Kermit and Miss Piggy and and Rolf. I'm think. So, are we talking about those, or are we just talking about the characters in the movie, but they're just, but they're puppets of the of the characters? Let's do it like that. Okay. Let's do it like that. All right, because that yeah. works better for oh, me. Oh no! I prefer actual <laughs> no, that doesn't work properly because like. I I don't want anyone in fucking in Titanic to be Kermit or Miss Piggy. Right, I thought. Be, I would love that. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I th- I for me, it's far more hysterical, especially if you're going like with certain, definitely with a number of movies that those characters as Muppets, I think is much more hysterical. Yeah, I think I think the actual actors in those films, but as Muppet style puppets, I, I prefer that. But Cyrus, if you want to change it with the actual <laughs> Muppets, you can. Do you have? Hmm? I'm gonna do my own thing. Okay, you do okay, your own thing. Go for it. Do either of you have an answer? I do. I have the single best answer for this question. Really? Yes. You I should go so. last. I'm gonna go last. Okay, I'll go first then. Yes. Mine. Yes. Judge Dredd. So Judge Dredd is human. <laughs> yeah, and everyone else is Muppet. But everyone else or is, is or puppets. Puppets, Muppets. Yeah. Wait, new Judge Dredd? No, no, no. The old ones, the Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. That's so Wesley Snipes is a is a puppet. That's Demolition Man, babe. Oh fuck, that's what? right. I'm sorry, Demolition Man. So Sandra Bullock and uh, no no no, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm talking Demolition Man. So Wesley Snipes is a puppet and Sandra Bullock. She's a oh, shit. Yes. Yes, you're getting confused. You're getting. Confused. I am getting. Are you I okay? Do I you am know who Sylvester Stallone is? Am, Are you I thinking you're right. of Al Pacino? You're, right. you're absolutely right. <laughs> I, I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm sorry. So Demolition Man. So Demolition yeah. Man. So. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is still himself, but everyone else is a puppet. Okay, I like I, I like the idea of Sylvester Stallone kicking the shit out of a puppet of Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's a pretty good one. Thank you. Um, Cyrus, Cyrus, do you have one? Easy. Go Just on. Yesterday, Matrix. Keep Neo. Morpheus is Kermit. Uh, Trinity is. <laughs> that's that's good. That's, that's pretty that's good. good. Um, What's yours? I I've beaten you both. And I'll tell you why, because, well, you'll see why, because the logistics of this movie works perfectly, right? Okay. So, face off. (laughs) Nicolas Cage remains Nicolas Cage, but John Travolta is a puppet, but when they swap faces, Nicolas Cage gets the face of a puppet, (laughs) and the puppet gets the actual fleshy face of Nicolas Cage. Cage. There you go. Face off, baby. I 100% am on board with that. Right, and everyone else is a puppet. But at some point, there is a puppet of Nicolas Cage with a human Nicolas Cage face. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to concede defeat. I, I yeah. was going through so many films in my head when I read this. I was just like, John Wick would work. Um, I, I said a controversial one earlier. I was like, Schindler's List, where Schindler is a human, but everyone else is puppets. That one would be terrible. Saving Private Ryan with Tom Hanks as just a human. Bits of, just, and bits of, of felt <laughs> yeah, flying exactly. around when people get, when they get shot. But I just love the idea of a puppet's with face, a face being a grafted onto Nicolas Cage's body. <laughs> I just like that idea. Uh, yeah, that is the best answer. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um... So, uh, another question I, I got, this was from Rammer as well, and it was directed at me. Uh, if you could force your co-host... 
let me try that again. If you could force your co-hosts to change their mind about one opinion they've had during the podcast, what would it be? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Let's go. Um, I bet. I think I know what, well, <laughs> what yours is for it's me, obvious, then. Isn't yeah, it? I think it's obvious. Yeah, the fact that you don't like Jackie Chan <laughs> is, um, is, I don't know, it, it hurts. Like, it hurts deep inside. Oh, okay. So we're changing our co-host's opinions yeah now you don't have to answer if you don't have one it was aimed kind of specifically at me because i'm more than likely going to hate your opinions <laughs> because because i'm forcing you to watch these films that you mostly don't like but i think i think you not liking I, in fact i've got an answer you not liking jackie chan it would be the one and then cyrus you not liking once upon a time in china it's just, a good movie just upsets me Wait, did you like Once Upon a Time in China? You didn't like it. I thought I did. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's the one. That's the Jet Li one in the opera, right? Oh, wait. Yes, I'm thinking no. of the one. Uh, he doesn't like uh, Iron Monkey. Iron Monkey. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I liked Iron Monkey. Uh, yeah, I think that's a terrible opinion that we, uh, that needs to be changed. <laughs> I just... And it actually did surprise me, Cyrus, that you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. I just... Like, saying you don't like Jackie Chan, that... I think in some countries that gets you killed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, it might get you killed in this country. I'm okay. I, I have no problem <laughs> watching. <laughs> I know, in my apartment, yeah. yeah. I have no problem watching more of his stuff, but I feel like, yeah, or other than his Hollywood films, I don't care for his characters. What an insane thing to say. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I feel, like, I feel like in his Hollywood films, he's more likable. I yeah. think, I, yeah, no, like, right. I, yeah, I mean, like, the last one, what was the last one we watched of his? Uh, Dragons Forever. Yeah, he was a bit of a dick. Um, I didn't like him. I didn't I, like his character. I think character. you're right. I think you're right. I, I think. But, and, yeah, but I, I mean, don't, so, yeah, I mean, I still 100% think that, uh, Shanghai Night, or Shanghai Noon is great. Yeah. Shanghai Noon I, is great. He's great in it. He's no. funny. He's enjoyable. Yeah, he's more humble in his modern right. films. Um, I want you to watch Operation Condor, but I feel like Operation Condor, he's a bit of a dick in that as well. So, I don't know. I don't know what the next Jackie Chan one to have you watch will be. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that his fights are that, yeah, those are, I mean, spectacular. It's just yeah, yeah, as a, he plays a lot of unlikable or just annoying or, or, or dickish characters or, okay. you know, and so, which sours my opinion of him. That's fine. That's I, I I get it. I get how you might consider him unlikable. Maybe I'll, I'll or too much or too like yeah. He plays very arrogant, very um uh characters. Someone and... message me. Whoever's listening to this, not whoever, but anyone listening to this who has an answer uh, that I can't remember. Does he play a likable character in Police Story? Because I might watch Police Story next, or not next for the podcast, but one of them. I can't remember whether he's nice or not in that. But uh, <laughs> that might be basically, basically, basically what he's asking is find uh, find a movie that he's more likable, so I can like him. Correcto mundo. <laughs> yes. Hey, I have a point. Yes. I think if I could change what Devin liked, it would be um, Ninja Scroll. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. I did not like that movie at all. I did not. No, she's not an anime girl. I did not. Nor did I particularly care for that anime. Do you know what's interesting? Yeah. One day we'll watch Spirited Away, and I would love to see what you think about that film. Hmm. Because I'm not even going to get into Spirited Away, but it's <laughs> it's it's perfect. It's a perfect film, 
And I'm just, if you turn around and say that was terrible, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how I'll handle it. It won't be good. Yes. You guys have to watch Spirit of the Way. Yes. And then you could text me or call me and be as honest as you can. And if you say, I don't like that movie, I'm going to break my phone. <laughs> We're not going to do the podcast again. <laughs> I'm going to switch addresses. I, I'm not lying, but I think if you don't like Spirit in a Way, yeah. Cyrus might help me murder you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that might happen. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, no. Okay. That's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. That's a lot of, a lot pressure. of pressure. Um, so, we'll jump into the last question. Uh, quick, quick fire round, I guess. Uh, this is uh, sent by martial arts film freak uh follow him on youtube he puts out good videos and a certain somebody may have been in one of those videos <laughs> Ooh, i wonder who it could be it was cyrus of course yeah that was my guess no it was me um yeah uh check him out he puts out really good videos great reviews watch alongs uh, some just like video essays on certain fights and certain actors. It, it's really good stuff. Uh, his I didn't do video. It was actually audio, but it was put into the video. So you do not see my beautiful face, but you hear my beautiful voice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. I, I really, funny enough, I actually really enjoyed doing it. I, I spoke about a specific fight scene for like maybe a minute, 20 seconds, maybe less. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, good times. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna shorten down martial arts film freaks. That's hard to say. Um, question and basically it was, uh, what are the top three most frequently listened songs for us lately? Like, what are we listening to at the moment? Cyrus, you're a weirdo. I don't know if you even listen to music at the moment. <laughs> Oh, I'm very weird. Yeah, I listen to pretty much just weird, weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything recently that you've uh, that you've listened to in particular that that you recall? You know, this one is regrettable. I don't like it about myself. I feel bad about myself. Is, <laughs> is it the Power Rangers theme tune? Huh? Is it the Power Rangers theme tune? No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? That's Dragon Sword. Uh, I like. I hate this, but I like this Doja Cat song. Which one is it? Is it that really? Say so. Yeah. That, I tell you what. That's a good song. Never I, heard I of hate it. That I like it, but Mamma Mia, it's nice. It's got a very like seventies disco, like That's mellow disco. Exactly correct. Right? Yeah. It's it's a good song. I actually like that. I don't care for her other music. That is a good song. Dude, it has a uh, uh, Motown. Yeah. Like heavy bass, just like like rhythm guitar. Yeah, and it's nothing like her other stuff. I think a a, a lot of her other stuff is kind of, I think it's rap or hip hop or and not. Oh, well, someone was playing a song for a second. Sorry, sorry. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's a very good song. I, I didn't expect you to say that, actually, but I agree. I agree. Devin yeah. has obviously got her music up, so yeah. what have you been listening to lately? So the one I played for you earlier by... I feel, I'm going to butcher her name. Leanne La Havis, Havis, something like that, called Bittersweet. 
I played it for Sean earlier. It's a good song. It's a good, nice, Love mellow, that song. mellow kind of soulful song. It's quite good. And then my next two are quite poppy. Uh, I've been really playing Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer. That's been my jam. And then uh, this one I am ashamed of. Uh, yeah, what's this one? I don't know this one. Yeah, it's it's from the Biebs, uh Justin Bieber. Sorry. Excuse me, no? It's really fucking catchy. Excuse me? Don't do it. I know. It's really catchy. I listen. I What's listened it called? To, sorry. You should be. <laughs> oh! I, I know. <laughs> that was very well done. I know. But it's so it's so catchy. Sorry by Justin Bieber. Yeah. Is he apologizing for all the shite songs he's put out? Maybe. Oh, I have not heard that song. I, uh, yeah. Is it <laughs> is it a ballad or is no. it? Oh, uh, it's a funky pop. I think I played it for you like years ago once, <laughs> and you did not care for it. What? I remember you saying you didn't like you didn't like uh, the way he was singing it. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's catchy. All right. Um, I don't have my phone in front of me because <clears throat> I basically uh, Cyrus is on my phone, so. All I'm going to say is this is so completely different to your guys, uh, you guys. Yeah, choices. yours is going to be rap. Um, it is going to be rap. Lately, I have been listening to a lot of Benny the Butcher, who um, I think is one of the best at the moment. I think he's, it, I can't remember the name of the song I've been listening to a lot, um, but it's it's a solo Benny the Butcher song, and I've also been listening to his group, the Black Soprano Family. Um, not the best band name in the world, but I've been listening to some of their stuff, uh, especially the songs that feature Benny the Butcher. And what else have I been listening to? That's about it, really. Like, the whole Griselda family, like Conway the Machine and West Side Gun and people like that I've been listening to. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Griselda at the moment. Um, they're the main hip-hop that I've been listening to. Don't uh, know any of the people you just said. Well, I did never just, heard of. I them. did just discover the other day that Nas has a brand new album out that I have not even listened to once yet. So I might check out the new Nas album. Um, if you haven't guessed, Sean is a fan of the good old hip hop. I have been a hip hop fan since I was about the age of twelve, and uh, I've never, never let it go. I am very much a, a hip hop guy. Um, I know that uh, Sean likes to give uh, the hip hop handshake. Which is what he refers it. As. <laughs> I'm, yeah. This is kind of a story about me, um, which I won't. I'll keep it short. But the hip hop handshake, um, which is otherwise known as like dapping people up or, or whatever you want to call it, um, I'm incredibly bad at it. Uh, meaning my timing's all off. So, I, you know, when people come in for it, the hand comes back. And who then, was a, who? Who? When was the last time you were in that circumstance, or how well, long ago was I'm, that? I'm not going to name names okay. as to when it was, but okay. it, it's been. It hasn't been. It hasn't been this year. I don't Obviously, think. yeah. But the, the hand comes back and it's open. It's right. open, and then it comes in. Right. And I don't know if I'm hooking the thumb. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pulling back for a finger grab. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going in for a hand around the back like or a like, hug. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what I'm doing. And I panic. And I end up like doing some like some kind of like, I don't know, like a judo grab. <laughs> and uh, it's, I, I'm not very good at giving dap or, or yeah, none of that. Um, I, I'm socially awkward. I'm not very good with things like that. 
Um, I just, if you ever meet me, a polite handshake, a polite handshake, <laughs> and a good, <laughs> or just a wave, like. just just a wave and a good day to you, sir. <laughs> I'll be perfectly happy with. Um, yeah. Ash, when all of this nonsense is over with, I will teach you how to. Do a hip hop handshake. But they, they're so varied. People do all kinds they of are shit. Very varied, but and I'm not expert in especially the the pull towards back attack. Oh, that's like that's like epitome. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm a meant to make an explosion noise at the end. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's questions to be answered. I'm just not very good with it. Yeah, just. I'm okay with a handshake. I'm, I, I, to, be, to be honest, I give pretty good handshakes. Yeah. Sturdy handshakes. <laughs> um, one, actually, funny enough, one time someone actually recognized me from my blog, from Instagram, and from Tumblr on a train platform. And they said, you, my, my name back then was Guts and Uppercuts. And they said to me, hey, are you Guts and Uppercuts? And I almost shat myself because I was like, oh, they're going to go in for some weird <laughs> fucking move here. And he politely extended his hand and we just had a handshake. Nice. And, uh, if you're out there, I haven't forgotten you. <laughs> <laughs> I grin. So I think the moral of the story is if you meet Sean, don't go for any tricky handshakes just kiss him on the lips <laughs> do you know what i generally prefer that i prefer a good old smooch than a weird intricate handshake that i don't know yeah i'm fine with that that was such a great name guts and uppercuts you're not meant to say that because food for thought is better oh no food for thought is awesome Guts and Uppercuts was a good name, and I'll be I'll be honest that oh, we're probably gonna go too long now. I'm just it doesn't I'm matter. They enjoy us. Yeah, they yeah. enjoy our little our little I rambling. Take, my heart can't take it when you say we lost the footage. Oh yeah, no, we're still recording. We're still recording. We haven't run out of battery yet. <sighs> yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Guts and Uppercuts was kind of my my original blog name. Um. And it was cool. I liked it, but. It annoyed me because the guts bit didn't relate to kung fu enough. It didn't make sense because they're not particularly gory. Although there is the sense that you've got to have guts in order uh, to fight. I took it as like shots or punches to the gut. Okay, or gut, kicks to the shot. gut. Yeah, yeah, body shots. Okay, that that makes sense. Um, but I basically what happened was I got tired of blogging. Uh, I got annoyed with just blogging kung fu. And I wanted to switch my name up. Like, I got tired. I was just like, I don't want to be Guts and Uppercuts anymore because I didn't... This Kung Fu shit is boring me. I know. Terrible to say that. <laughs> um, so I changed my name to Snoop Bloggy Blog instead. <laughs> I so, did not know yeah. that. So oh, for, my Lord. For a while, I was Snoop Bloggy Blog Dear. on Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. I, I thought it was great. It was great. And someone fucking stole that name. I, when, I, when I gave it up and switched, I forgot to keep hold of it. And someone swooped in and stole Snoop Bloggy Blog. And then I basically, this sounds very, it's so corporate and so stupid. But I wanted a good like brand name for the podcast. Even though I'm just a guy on Instagram who posts Kung Fu clips. That's all I am. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to make money off this. I'm not trying to do anything like that. But I wanted a cool name that I could use across platforms. And I just thought, and, and then when I thought of the podcast, I was just like, well, I'm introducing my friend and my wife into Kung Fu films. And it's 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 like food for thought. Food for thought. Oh, no. So food thought, for thought is great. Yeah. But I know. I, I actually still own Guts and Uppercuts on, on Tumblr. I, I haven't used it, but I still I still own it. Because it's just. Wait, who's, who's 
the friend and who's the wife? Uh, <laughs> you would be the wife. And uh, okay. I have my friend here. Um, <laughs> although not for long if she doesn't like Spirited Away. Uh, so yeah, if you've been with me since the Guts and Uppercuts days... I very much appreciate you. You're a lovely person. And yes, I'll kiss you on the lips when we meet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's the, the sordid tale of uh, Guts and Uppercuts, Snoop Bloggy Blog, and uh, Foo for Thought. Yeah. And it won't be changing anytime soon. No. No. I think... Uh, Foo for Thought is can... a good one. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with yeah, it. I like food for thought. It's really good. Yes, it's like, exactly. Sometimes I like have to emphasize, I'm like, well, it's like food for thought. You know what I'm saying? Just to get it across. Because some people are just like, I don't get it, food for thought. But yeah, there you go. Um, Shall we wrap it up? Sure. All right. I have exciting news. Hit us with it. In terms of the next film we will be doing. So I originally thought we were going to do Prodigal Son, starring Yoon Biao, uh, Lam Ching Ying, directed by Sammo Hung. But I thought I'd give you guys a break. You've done pretty well. You've you know you've watched two uh, stereotypical Asian kung fu movies in a row, and I thought I'd give you a bit of break. So next episode, we're delving into '90s American martial arts movies. Okay. Uh, we will be watching a film called King of the Kickboxers. Ooh, King of the Kickboxers. Yes. Oh my. Uh, it stars Lauren Avedon, who you guys don't know, but he is literally one of the most revered... Revered is good, right? Revered. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, he's one of the most revered uh, American martial artists of all time. He's famously took over... Uh, no Retreat, No Surrender was a Van Damme film. And then when they went to do No Retreat, No Surrender 2... Van Damme did not sign on, so they picked Lauren Avedon instead. So he took over the Van Damme mantle. So we will be doing King of the Kickboxes, starring him and, wait for it, Billy Blanks. What? Yes. Of? Of, um, what was it called? Go on. Tybo. 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 So it's got, it's got Billy Blanks in it, it's got Lauren Avedon in it, and it is a treat. I think... I think we're going to get a lot of giggles out of this one. Uh, yeah. Can I just say, though, yeah. like, before we go into it, the fight scenes are fucking awesome. Okay. Like, they're really, really good. Uh, they're very 90s, but they're really, really good. Uh, but I think we might might get a few titters out of this one. Okay. So. I'm on board. Uh, anyone who's interested in watching it, it is entirely free on Amazon Prime Video. It is, it is up there for free if you have a membership to Prime. Um, so you can watch... Uh, well, not watch it along with us, but you can watch it and then listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a fun one. Um, I believe there's at least two mullets in it <laughs> that we can enjoy. Um, all right, and on that note, thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you want to drop me a DM or send me a message or whatever it is you cool kids do, you can hit me up on Instagram where I am foo underscore four underscore thought. That's foo spelled F U. And on Tumblr, I am just foo4thought.tumblr.com. They're really the best places to get me at the moment. Um, and I was going to say something else. Oh, yes. Uh, just a, a, a word of warning for everyone. If you're listening to the podcast, please be aware we are no longer on SoundCloud. You cannot listen, listen to us on SoundCloud anymore. Um, it is just going to be the usual places. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that cool stuff but no longer SoundCloud. And uh, just make sure to message Snoop 
bloggy blog. <laughs> you can you can hit me yeah. up on Snoop Bloggy Blog. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Toodles.